What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Pass a Torch. I'm your host, Danny Healy, and today is a very, very special episode as we welcome on two Olympic gold medalists and current Team USA women's hockey superstars and Megan Keller and Amanda Kessel. You'll find out during the interview, but these two talented girls are launching our newest podcast under the Torch Pro umbrella called The Keller and Kess Show. And if you're a fan of women's sports and storytelling, this is a podcast for you. The first episode will launch prior to Christmas on our Torch Pro YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe. You can also see my face and my interviews there as well. Then starting in January, you will start seeing interviews with some of the best females across all sports, highlighting their journeys, challenges, untold stories, along with many, many laughs. You can find their channel anywhere you get your podcasts, so make sure to subscribe. And also follow them on Instagram for the best clips. It's the Keller and Kess Show on Instagram. I'm confident you are looking at the next big podcast. And this is going to take over the women's sports landscape. Now, today's Pass the Torch interview was centered around their rise in women's hockey and some of the challenges they faced early in their careers. We talk about their experiences at the Olympics and what it was like winning gold in 2018, the heartbreak of silver in 2022, and the moment they fangirled Sean White. We chat about their new podcast, why they're starting it, and why they chose us, Torch Pro, as a partner, and some of their goals as a show. Lastly, before diving into today's episode, if you want to become a smarter sports fan, make sure you subscribe to our Morning Blitz daily sports newsletter. It's an easy-to-read email that covers everything you need to know about the world of sports and what happened the day before in five minutes or less. Hit the link in the bio of this podcast or head to torchpro.com today to sign up. It's completely free. Also, this podcast is brought to you by Southern Scholar, the goat of dress socks. Are you tired of being uncomfortable, poorly fitting with your dress socks? So are the guys over at Southern Scholar. So that's why they created their own one-of-a-kind signature material blend engineered to form, fit your foot and leg and keep you comfortable all day. Don't just take our word for it. They're backed by over 3,000 five-star reviews and 100% satisfaction guaranteed. You cannot go wrong. So grab your first few pairs today at southernscholar.com and score 20% off with code TORCH20. Plus, you'll receive free shipping on orders over $100. But you better hurry as their styles continuously sell out and the holidays are approaching, so you, they will go quickly. Use code TORCH20 at southernscholar.com today. The link is in the bio of this podcast. I promise you, you will not go wrong with those socks. Now, here's the new faces of the world's greatest women's sports podcast, The Keller and Kess Show and current Olympic superstars, gold medalists, Megan Keller and Amanda Kessel. Like this podcast wherever you are listening, subscribe to never miss a show, share it with friends, and let's help take Pass the Torch to number one on the charts. Let's go. Today, I'm sitting down with two of the most gifted female athletes in the world, Megan Keller, Amanda Kessel. Thank you for joining me, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, so this is a special episode because we're going to talk about your journeys in hockey, obviously, in true Pass the Torch fashion, from start to finish your career, all the greatest lessons learned along the way. But I'm excited to announce you guys are the newest podcast under the Torch Pro umbrella. So we're happy to have you. Um, we're going to dive into that, your inspiration for it, goals, what to expect. But it will be called The Keller and Kess Show live in January. So we're fired up about that. Pump. <laughs> It'll be good. Thank you guys for uh, this opportunity. Oh, of course. Thank you guys for doing it. You're going to crush it. All right. So diving into hockey first. Meg, you grew up in Michigan, right? Went to BC. And then Amanda, I know I messed this up in the pregame, but uh, grew up in Madison, Wisconsin, went to Minnesota, right? Traitor. <laughs> I thought you stayed local, went to Wisco. But were you guys always like day one hockey people or did you play other sports growing up? I played a lot of other sports growing up, baseball, basketball, but hockey was the one that I really enjoyed. And I think having an older brother, 
he was somebody I always looked up to and like wanted to do everything that he was doing. And I was fortunate enough. He let me tag along with all his buddies, ended up playing goalie a lot of the time, being uh, the one that they shot pucks on, but ended up being a defenseman. And so, yeah, hockey was really my true passion once I got older. Probably toughened you up a little bit too, right? Oh yeah, there there's a lot of dents in the basement downstairs from our mini stick battles. <laughs> and Amanda, I know hockey was a big part of your family's background as well. Is that kind of what geared you towards that sport? Yeah, definitely. Like Meg grew up playing like all sports, soccer, baseball, tennis, golf, hockey. Both of my brothers played hockey and that's obviously why I started. But kind of like Meg, it was just the sport that I loved to play the most and I would skip any other practice or game just to go to hockey right those early mornings that's why i never got into my mom didn't want to drive me to the rink at 4 a.m so would you guys have to play on boys teams growing up ever because i know that's a common theme i've interviewed a few other girls female hockey players like emily clark from team canada blake bolden and they mentioned playing on boys teams growing up is that something you guys had to do yeah definitely um grew up playing boys all the way up until high school like scattered in some games with girls but um in madison at that point there wasn't really much girls hockey and I, I loved playing with the boys like you liked it yeah I did I didn't like the boys that I was playing against but my teammates were always awesome and sticking up for me that's pretty funny and you also had the same kind of dynamic yeah I played with the boys too growing up all the way through peewees and back then you could check in peewees so I was like pumped as a defenseman like when pucks were getting sent up the middle or you had a forward coming down the wall I love the physical aspect of the game and and now it's exciting to see that girls hockey is more prominent in youth hockey and there's just a lot more opportunities for these younger girls. But like Amanda, I really did enjoy my time with the boys. That was kind of our only option, but uh, I had some great teammates that always stuck up for me and I mean, I think I stuck up for them a couple of times, too. I really enjoyed that part of the game. Yeah, and you mentioned that it's uh, there's more opportunities now for youth hockey and female athletes. I think the stat is that it is the fastest-growing youth sport right now is women's hockey. Um, and you guys are at the forefront of that and, like, role models to the next generation. So I commend you for that, um, and that's awesome. And a big part of the reason why you guys are such big role models is you're both Olympians and gold medalists. And so diving into your Olympic journeys – Amanda, you spent three teams now. You did 2014 in Sochi, 2018 Pyeongchang, and then more recently in Beijing. And then you were 2018 and 2022, right? Yes. Yeah. So was that just like, I mean, it's the biggest stage for sports across the globe. Was that the biggest moment of your sports career, that first kind of opening ceremony at your first Olympics? I'll throw to you, Amanda, in Sochi. Yeah, definitely. Like growing up, women's hockey kind of knew there wasn't you know, a professional league or, you know, a career that you could really make tons of money playing. So our pinnacle is the Olympics and that's like where you want to want to get to. And I was 17 um, at my first Olympic tryouts and I was cut from 2010 team. Really? Nah, just wanted to like, you know, before that as well, but wanted to do anything I could to, to make an Olympic team and reach that dream. But actually in 2014 we weren't allowed to go to the opening ceremonies really yeah why was that like rest um we, we were playing a game the next day gotcha. but it was it was pretty disappointing so 2018 was the first time i was able to walk with meg yeah another shot at it so meg what was what was that moment like for you guys together in 2018 the opening ceremony it was amazing i mean i think when anybody asks like what my favorite part of the olympics was outside of winning gold in 2018, it has to be opening ceremonies. Like you can't describe the feeling when you're dressed with 
all of Team USA, some of the best athletes from around the country and all of your fun gear that you're wearing. And when they announced the United States of America and you walk out behind your flag, it was one of the coolest feelings um, that I will remember forever. And it just sets the tone for the Olympic Games. I think that was the moment that I was like, okay, wow, we're at the Olympics. Yeah. And the opening ceremony, you're probably walking next to some of the greatest athletes in the world, right? So who are some of the most famous people, I guess, on the United States side that you were walking alongside? I think one of the big ones is like Sean, Sean White. Like everybody yeah. like, yeah, you're trying to like. The most decorated Olympian and winner. Yeah. 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 Get next to him. And yeah. Everybody like he's even a celebrity amongst Team USA because mm-hmm. he's just had a legendary career and has won so many gold medals and kind of has been like the face of Team USA for a while. So everybody's getting pictures with him and whatnot. So getting to walk side by side with those athletes is is really cool. And it's funny because like. I remember when we were going, like the flag would move a little bit and we'd all run up and like stop. Oh, we're not going yet. And then like run up and stop again. Like we were a bunch of little kids just like everyone has their released. strategy. <laughs> like they want to like do you get in the front so you can like get the pictures or whatever. And like that's like a battle that you have to like grind through. So I think this time we like kind of learned like we're like whatever. We'll stay in the back like as a group, it, as a team, and, like... It was, even that was a battle, though, with, like, yeah. some of the You're talking about 2022, like, more recently? Yeah. Yeah. Some people are trying to get behind us, and we're like, no. <laughs> we were trying to, like, stay together as, like, a group so we could get, like, pictures right. with the rings, like, in the... Like, each setup is different in the arena. In 2018, though, were you in the front trying to get that photo? That's what I would Tried to on. get... Split up. Yeah, everybody got split. I didn't make it up there. I know that, so... <laughs> Yeah, I think I was in the middle somewhere. I don't. A few know. people did. A few randos on our team. They, <laughs> they snuck up there, right by the flag. Yeah, the yeah. rigs and the lambs were up there. Yeah, that's hilarious. So there's obviously like a lot of noise that goes on in the Olympics, and there's so much going on. And the Olympic Village is a big thing. Is it a distracting for you, like you as a team and you guys, or is it always just the focus is hockey and winning the gold medal? I don't think it's a distraction. Like I think. For myself, it like builds that energy. You're just in this village with like the greatest athletes and every day like you're gearing up in like all this cool swag and like going into the dining hall and like seeing like athletes from other countries. And it's like you have like somebody that just won like three gold medals last night in speed skating or something. You're like, oh, my God, that's them like in Mm -hmm. the dining hall. And I think it brings a lot of energy. Yeah, you definitely find a balance, but I think in 2018, like our like veterans did a good job of being like, this is part of the experience. Like you should enjoy it. Like you're never going to get another opportunity to go watch our figure skating team or the snowboarders do half pipe or curling win gold. And I think that's what made our whole experience just that much better. And it makes you realize and appreciate like where you are at the Olympic Games. Like you're never going to get that back and I think it just fueled us more. Yeah, and so you guys both won a gold medal in 2018. Congratulations. What set that team cuz obviously there was silver in 2014 and silver in 2022. What made that 2018 team so special? You mentioned some of the veterans there, but what was it about that squad? I I think truly the veterans were a huge part of that. I remember leading up to the Olympics all year, we would just hear our leaders speak about what they went through in 2014, how close they were and coming up just short and to hear kind of about that heartbreak, but then also see like the fire in them and all the confidence in the world that they had in our team going into that games. I think that definitely was something that we took with us and being a younger player and just, uh, it was easy to just kind of 
sit back and watch and learn how they went about their business and their day. And, and there really was no fear having them play in front of us. Yeah, that's awesome. So now you got the gold medal. Is that is it hung up for you, Amanda, in a case? Or are you, are you wearing that around sometimes to parties and things like that? No, you'd be surprised. Like these medals are hard to store. I, <laughs> my first silver was like sitting in like a bank safe for like years. I finally got it out just like a few years ago. But all three of mine, I think, are like in socks together. Sock like in the sock drawer. In a, pretty much like <laughs> I'm not gonna like tell specifics. No, we don't but, have break-ins uh, at the Kessel yeah. household. Yeah, like if somebody was a good robber, they would find them pretty easily. That's that seems funny. to be the common storing place. Like when you take it anywhere, it's like whereas yours, it's like oh, it's in a sock, sock like drawer. literally like a Nike sock. That's hilarious. And so you're obviously both still playing hockey. Um, so catch up everyone up to speed on like where you guys are current day. And, and Meg, maybe we'll start with you. So like, what's your hockey universe look like right now? Currently living in Boston, training full time. Um, I go to Mike Boyle's gym and then I'm fortunate enough to skate um, with my old BC coach, Court Kennedy um, at BC. So uh, a lot of training on my own in the Boston area, and I play for the PWHPA. We do like a showcase tour-based model. So we've had showcases in Montreal. We're going to be in Halifax, Ottawa, Pittsburgh. So that's kind of where I'm at. Training full-time is still what I love to do, and I want to continue to be a part of Team USA and make those teams and compete for more gold medals, hopefully. Very cool. And then before Amanda diving in, the PWHPA. So for people that might not know, that's like there's no city-based teams. Like you said, tour-based. So you're going all these different cities. How many teams is that in that league? There's four teams. Four teams of 100 players that they were picked or drafted um, from a committee. And uh, that's not the end goal. We hope to establish a a real league um, in the next coming year. So we've been working on that for a while. And right now we're just trying to gain fans and traction and more support. And we have a big investor uh, that we're working with. Very cool. And that's some of the top talent in the world. Yeah. Gotcha. And so Amanda, you have a very cool, you're obviously still playing hockey, but also a cool gig with the Pittsburgh Penguins. So talk talk to us a little bit where you're at. Yes, I'm doing both right now. I'm still, I'm playing full-time and uh, working full-time. I'm doing an executive management program with Pittsburgh Penguins, which has been really amazing and unique. I've kind of gotten to see like the business side of hockey team and now I'm transferring more into the hockey side. So it's just a really great opportunity. And then on top of that, I'm still playing and training. So it's, it's been different than usual, like mm. waking up and all you have to do is train and rest. Um, it's really like pushed my time management, uh, to a different level, kind of. A little bit back to like your your college days. College, right? Yeah. yeah. A little bit of studying, a little bit of sports, a little bit of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's just finding time. Making my day seem easy. <laughs> Slack. Putting me on blast. My yeah. mom and dad are going to be like, when are you getting a job like Amanda? <laughs> You're young. You're young. So what's like some of the, because I know it changes a lot for you at the Penguins, right? What's like some of the day-to-day look like for you? Yeah. A lot of times, um, you know, it's kind of. Right now, I'm in communications PR side. January, I'll be moving into hockey ops. So kind of based around the team on their practice days, up at the practice ring, you know, there before the guys. But like on a typical game day, you're kind of in the office at around 9 a.m. and then there throughout the entire game. So leaving at 11 p.m. And 
on those days I'll it's I'll find like an hour or two to skate in the middle of the day. Really? So I've been enjoying our, our staff skates. That's kind of the the big talk around. I'm our, sure you could hang with the with the squad with the penguins and Crosby and all those guys. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I had a few a few of the like guys that are injured right now told me that I could come out with them the other day, but they're on the jersey. They'll, they'll never know. They'll be like, "Oh, he's back." I'm just uh, I'm 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 sticking <laughs> with yeah, my staff skates for <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> Uh, well, no, that's awesome. It's good to know where you guys are at. And again, congrats on unbelievable careers in hockey. And they're not over, so continue to inspire people. But again, why we're here today is to talk about your new podcast, The Keller and Kess Show. As I mentioned, like I'm fired up for it. You guys will now be joining. You'll be the fourth podcast under Torch Pro. So we have this one, the Pass the Torch podcast, talking about athletes' journeys and all the greatest lessons learned along the way. Then we have the Rise Up podcast or Lacrosse podcast. Speak Your Mind, our mental health podcast hosted by Riley Shane and Tyler Smith. And so now we have the Keller and Kess show hosted by Megan Keller, Amanda Kessel. I'm fired up. Um, but what made you guys so inspired to want to start this podcast? I think like the fact like being around women's sports and like people's stories aren't told enough. And, you know, maybe like around the Olympics and it's like the one or two stars in the team, like their stories are being told. But everybody has such a unique journey that needs to be shared it can help everybody in life so i think just having the opportunity to be able to share these stories it's it's going to be amazing yeah i agree with that like in sports it's like everybody's journey is different but there's so much correlation from like your story as an athlete to like a real world person that's working a nine to five like there's a lot of correlation and lessons that i think people can can take everything from so you mentioned a bunch like it's not going to just be women's hockey focused right you guys are going to focus on all sports and more more narrowly women's sports but not just hockey even though you guys are hockey athletes yeah we'll probably definitely have a majority of hockey players on here just because that is our sport but i think it's important for us to have other athletes on as well or or maybe females in uh, the sports industry and whatnot just because um, everybody has a different story, like Amanda was saying, and we don't get to hear about those so often, but we all kind of end up in a similar place. So it's interesting to, to hear where and how that they were able to get there. Yeah. Like I'm always so intrigued in other people, like athletes, like stories and their training and like how different it is to like hockey or whatever sport it is. Like everybody puts in so much hard work, but it differs like from sport to sport. Even just within our team, like you can see everybody's journey to the yeah. Olympic team was so different. And it's just like timing. And to be able to hear about that, I think is going to be really cool. Yeah, we talk a lot about a Torch Pro. Like the theme of our content is like content is inspiring the next generation. I think it fits right in there is what you're going to do. There's going to be motivation, inspiration. But I think people, as they listen, they'll, they'll see like the kind of humor and comedy twist that I think you guys will bring to the show, which will be nice. Uh, yeah, we hope so. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's always hard a lot of times, like in interviews, like it's right. set up and it's like, how do you get that authentic, like exactly. self being showed? So I think throughout our podcast, you'll get to know us better. So when did you guys become so close? Was it that 2018 team in Pyeongchang? Yeah, I think it was the Olympic year. We were just talking about this because it was funny. We played against each other in the national championship in 2016. That was like your first year back, right? And we had not known each other. And hated, then, hated each other, maybe. Oh, yeah. She against. scored right away. It was like, what game back was it for you? I don't even know. It was like my 10th. I had been out for like two years because of concussions and then hmm. and I was like how old is she is she even college eligible and then she comes out and scores third goal of the game and national championship but 
it's funny now looking back and we've become such close friends, I think, over the Olympic years when we really got close because we were all living in the same area. Uh, we got to hang out a lot and obviously some fun memories along the way when we won gold. And Yeah. No, I, and Meg, I've got to know you over the past year or two through content that we've done. And I've seen following now a lot of your teammates and you guys look like you have a blast on the road, right? Like there's a lot of funny content that happens across social media that I think is going to be brought out on the podcast a little bit. Am I right there? Yeah, definitely. Like, and I think that's kind of like why we've gravitated towards each other. Like we're so passionate and care about hockey so much, but we also love to have like that balance in our life and like have fun, like around the rink like we're not neither of us is like the most serious person on the team Mm -hmm. so we've always kind of gravitated towards each other i think that's important to not take yourself too seriously that was adam thielen's like number one lesson um when we interviewed him earlier in this season of this podcast was like don't take yourself too seriously and so you mentioned some of the guests they'll be teammates but can we tease a little bit of because we're in boston this weekend filming um a bunch of episodes there'll be five or six episodes banked for when this podcast launches but can we tease some of the guests we'll have on yeah i mean we have some past retired u.s teammates we have some current college hockey studs we have someone who is quite literally taken over the lacrosse world mm. and as a generational talent there. The GOAT, probably. The GOAT, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to stand in front of her shot, that's for sure. No, no. Um, and then who are some dream guests? So like you met Sean White at the Olympics. Is, is, are we going to let Sean White on the pod? That would be a pretty cool one <laughs> If he have. wants to come yeah. on, yeah. He, is, he is more we'll than welcome. We'll have to see if we can pull any strings there to get him on, but he'd be high up on the list. I was saying like, this is like high up, like James Shoot Corden, like he's yep. he's high up there. Carpool karaoke. Yeah. That's great. I could see that as a bit on the Keller and yeah. Co show down the line. Maybe the the best Oshi. Yeah. We, Lenny. <laughs> we love Lenny Oshi. Who's that? TJ Oshi's little girl. Oh, really? She is so funny on Instagram. Like uh, they're always posting about her and, and we just think she is like hilarious, like tears up the soccer field, like she like is just herself you know like yeah how old is she she's the definition oh she's young yeah <laughs> yeah we, we, we had so we had, we had tj <laughs> maybe difficult podcast. for a podcast we had tj on this podcast and i guess we should have had on his daughter yeah <laughs> she is she's like a crowd favorite yeah. she has a crowd favorite that's hilarious and so i guess what's one or two things that like the listeners will learn about you guys that they might not know now it's a tough question that is a tough question I feel like maybe just like more about our personalities and how like lighthearted and uh, we just like to have a lot of fun. And I think that's like gets lost a little bit in athletes because every time when you're in an interview or doing podcasts or something like this, you kind of you're part of a team and like that's super important, but you kind of lose yourself or just like who you are as a person. Like you don't really show that fun side of yourself too often. So hopefully we can bring that along with the inspirational stuff that we're able to share. Yeah. I think that's like the biggest part about when you talk about like building your personal brand and stuff like that, it's like being authentic, doing all this like authentic content. And I think a podcast is a super like easy way to show that and show who you are through that type of content. So last question on the podcast here and not to gaslight Torch Pro here, but uh, why did why did you guys decide to go with us as a partner for the show? Meg and I were talking about it. Like without Torch Pro, like we really wouldn't be here. And, you know, Torch has just been so supportive of women's sports, all sports, trying to tell everybody's stories and and letting us be us. But yeah, we really wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Torch Pro. 
One, we wouldn't even know where to begin, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we would have no idea where to begin. But yeah, like Kess was saying, like Torch has been so supportive for such a long time, just for athletes, allowing them to use their voices, create content that they want to create. And they've been so supportive in that sense. And especially for women's sports, I think you guys are one of the first companies to bring in women's hockey and women's lacrosse and all these other sports. So I think that's really cool to see. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, we're super excited to have you guys with the Torch Pro team now and, and create this new show. I think you're going to change a lot of people's lives, so it'll be special. So starting in 2023, make sure you check out the Keller and Kess show. Subscribe to our Torch Pro YouTube channel to watch it. You can listen on Spotify, Apple. Subscribe there, download, share with friends, and also check out their Instagram. I think you guys will put up some funny content. So it's Keller and Kess show on Instagram and then probably TikTok as well. So oh. everyone follow <laughs> Uh-oh, TikTok. We're, we're going to make you guys media stars. It's, it's going to be awesome. So like we do on every Pass of Torch, we got to do some rapid fire. I've never done two people at once with rapid fire. So we'll go Meg's answers first and then Amanda's answers second. And you can take one word as long as you want, but we'll dive right into it. So who was your favorite athlete growing up as a kid? Nick Lindstrom. Serena Williams. Good answers. Who's your favorite athlete to watch in current day sports? Kale McCarr. Stud. Is that, this like, isn't is that so because, rapid. Is that, it doesn't have to be rapid. Is that because he's a defenseman with like... On just oh, yeah. He's insane. Skills? Yeah. Yeah. Probably going to be one of the best to ever play. Are you more of an offensive defenseman? I try to be. Yeah. I try to be, try to bring some offense to the game, but he's just such a great skater, great vision, so yeah. skilled. He's a good guy to emulate out there. Yeah, All right. try I, to. I don't know if I can. I stalled but. for you, Amanda. Do you have an answer now? Penguins will probably not be happy, but Artemi Panarin. Yep. Love watching him. He's just so the creative. Man. Yeah. It's unbelievable. In your minds, who is the GOAT female athlete in any sport? Serena Williams. Serena Williams. Serena Williams is my answer, too. Yeah. Okay, best. We talked about a little bit of NHL players. Who's the best current NHL player? Mm. Oh, this is hard. I got to go with American. I'm going to go Austin Matthews. I'll go with McDavid. It's tough saying a Canadian, but. I mean, he's unbelievable. A lot of talent in the NHL. All right, so not hockey now, or I guess still on there, but less of the sport. What's your pregame meal? Whatever's provided. <laughs> True. What's your preferred? Like preferred. I was a big like in college. I played college across, not to the level of you guys are in sports, but chicken parm was my okay. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably just plain. I like plain pasta. Yeah, plain chicken. I like to keep it safe. There you go. Same. Same. Plain. What's your pregame song? Like last one. Got to get fired up before you hit the rink. Like what's the last song you're listening to? Oh, I don't. What's that song we play? The old one, the Sammy Adams, <laughs> yeah. all night longer. Right Good now, song. right now, Timmy it. Trumpet, Narcos. Have you heard that one? I don't think so. The Mets closing pitcher. Oh, have you seen my that? God, that is the best. Yeah, yeah that is the probably best. that one right now. So you, for me. you'll listen to that in your headphones. Like that's a that's a cool play. Yeah, I uh, mean, I'm more of like a group. Like I like listening to locker room music. Yeah, yeah. fair. Are you on the Ox usually? Uh, I used to be. Yeah. Sometimes. Revoked. Yeah, we try to. No, we try to throw her in there. She doesn't want to be on it anymore. It's a lot of responsibility. It is. So, like, we had some new kids come in, and I, like, Bilks, I was like, all right, do you want to try out for the Ox? Like, take it over? So, we kind of share the responsibility of it. It's a lot of pressure there. Yeah, you can't And Meg's is, everybody. like, in her, in her feels, you know, so she has, like, slow music a lot of time. Like. No, I, <laughs> I like to take the pulse of the room. Like, you can't be playing the same songs. Like, some days it's going to be country, some days. Fair. 
No, Megs is a great ox player. But I'm saying in her Thank car. You. In her car. In her car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get my feels in the She's car. Like, it's always going to be like, yeah, we, there was no pump up music on the way here today. Like, but it's great car. music. Louis Capaldi. Did you give an answer, Amanda? Um, She's trying to dodge. The now, Sammy, Sammy Adams. So, oh, Sammy. All night long. All yeah. Night long. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. All right. Two more. What is your biggest fear? And this is open ended. I'll let you take it any way you want. <laughs> Oh my gosh! May need to, do you have one? Not being happy in life. That's a good one. Oh, Mine was spiders, so you went way deeper than I that. I know. I immediately <laughs> was thinking of like I usually animals. leave it to the I <laughs> leave it to someone either take it further or they say heights or something like that. So yeah, it's always funny to see what people say. I don't mind. <laughs> I just think of like being like kidnapped. That's a good thing to be scared of. Yeah. All right, last I don't know one. If that's the best answer. No, that works. Last one. One word that best describes you smiley is that a word yeah i don't know <laughs> back check it, it is <laughs> lighthearted lighthearted that's like a hyphen word i was gonna so, say it, yeah yes. we'll take it both are yeah. good answers all right every time here on pass the torch we end with this final question i'll throw it to meg first and then you can maybe build off her answer give your own obviously incredible careers in sports and beyond but if you had one lesson that you've learned throughout your career that you could pass along to the next generation to help them accomplish their dreams, what would that be? I would say not letting failure or setbacks derail you. I think I can speak for like Amanda and myself when we haven't gotten where we've gotten or accomplished what we have without failures or setbacks. It's always going to happen in sport and in life and it happens to everybody and you should just take it and learn from it and, and grow from it and go attack the next battle and just continuing to chase your dreams. I love that. Anything to build off that, Amanda? Yeah, kind of like everything happens for a reason and and life and sport. And, you know, if you do have a setback, like first time I was cut from Olympic team, I was like devastated that I was going to have to go back to high school, but ended up being like one of the best years of my life, like my senior year in high school. So I think just, yeah, everything happens for a reason and, and never give up on your dreams. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Another another great song. But yep. Kelly no. Clarkson. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great one. Uh, no, this was awesome. I appreciate it, guys. Everyone, please check out the Keller and Kesh show. You will love it. Either if you're a female athlete, male athlete, I think everyone will enjoy the show. So thank you guys for coming on. And uh, let's do this thing. Let's do it. Thanks, Danny. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Pass the Torch. As you can see, Megan and Amanda are great personalities, and I truly think they're going to take over the world of women's sports with their new podcast, The Keller and Kess Show. Make sure you go check it out. You can find it anywhere you get your podcast. That's Apple, Spotify, Amazon. You can even watch their full episodes on YouTube as well, our Torchboard YouTube channel. So go check them out. Their first interview drops in January with some great stars across the sports world. And you can find their teaser episode this week, actually, on our channel. So go check it out. I promise you guys will love it. And you can also share this podcast, Pass the Torch, with friends. Take the link, send it to a friend. It takes five seconds. I know they'll love it. And it's going to help us rise the charts. We are seeing some great progress over here at Torch Pro. And we're going to take over the sports category with all of our network of shows. So share Pass the Torch. Go subscribe to Keller and Cast. It'll go a long way. Speaking of great interviews, we have a great interview next week with Charlotte North, probably the greatest women's lacrosse player of all time. She gave an unreal interview. It's inspiring. It's electric. So stay tuned for that one. It's a good one. 
And before you leave, make sure you subscribe to our Morning Blitz Daily Sports Newsletter. It's everything you need to know about the world of sports in five minutes or less delivered right to your email inbox. It's basically a sports center in an email. If you want to become a smarter sports fan, you must sign up for the Morning Blitz. Also, if you hate reading, so do I. It's perfect newsletter for that. It's bullet points. It's easy to read. It's skimmable. So go check out the Morning Blitz. It's in the bio of this podcast or head to torchbar.com today and sign up. Also, this episode today was brought to you by Southern Scholar, the goat of dress socks. If you're tired of uncomfortable, poorly fitting dress socks, so were the guys over at Southern Scholar. So that's why they created their own. One of a kind signature material blend engineered to form fit your foot and leg and keep you comfortable all day. So you can get 20% off your socks using code TORCH20 at southernscholar.com today. That's code TORCH20 at southernscholar.com today for 20% off your order. They're the best socks in the game. Go snag them, southernscholar.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. Remember to share it with friends, and we will see you next week for another banger. Let's go.